This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and 920-1260 and 1420-AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey, and you know what I'm going to say. Thank you for tuning in to Shine On. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So grateful for our time together. You know, I think we're coming up on like 13 years of Shine On shows. Yes, if you just found us as a podcast, that's cool. But we've been hard at it for a while. The show begins on the radio in the Hudson Valley and then goes out into the world as a podcast. So thank you for being here. Holiday season, and I don't want to feel so darn fat. I know we're not supposed to say fat anymore. We're not supposed to say almost anything anymore. So let me say this. Holiday season, and I want to be healthier, and I definitely want to be stronger, and I think I'm about to do something hard, and I'm going to invite you to do it with me. I'm going to invite you. I shouldn't say it's hard. (sighs) I'm about to do something exciting, and I'm going to invite you to do it with me. And that is to uh, make this a really healthy holiday season. Make it a plan not to overeat. Make it a plan not to eat chocolate pie when you really don't even feel like it. But you know what I'm saying. I want to I wanna head into this time of year stronger, fitter, with a clearer head, feeling positive. That's what I want to do. So I invited my friend Sherry Fernandes back. Okay, she's not my friend, but I would really like her to be my friend. And I even just friended her on Facebook. She is a personal development coach. She's been at this a long time. She has a fabulous book called Life Mastery, which is basically the the why and the what and the how of being happy. You know, she really can, Sherry Fernandes, train you to be happy. And she pronounces her name Fernandes, but it's spelled Fernandez. I don't know. You'll have to ask her about that. So her home is Boise, Idaho, and that's where she and her husband got involved in the fitness business. But the life mastery part for her, the speaking and the coaching, she's been into that for quite some time. So I wanted to ask Sherry Fernandez, spelled Fernandez, why is December so gosh darn hard to stay healthy? definitely added pressures. You know, I raised a lot of kids, and so there's always tons of school things going on, and then there's recitals and different programs that they would be in. And then there's office parties, and then you have to do Christmas shopping, I guess. I'm not really sure. I think it's kind of an attitude, though. It's, are we that much busier in December? I don't really know, but I know one thing is letting your daily personal development things go because it's the holidays is the worst thing you can do. Not doing your workouts or letting your food boundaries down too low or not getting enough sleep. That's the worst thing you can do anytime when life's stressful. Anytime. 
I own Fitmania. We would advertise and help people. Actually, you can lose weight through the holidays if that's what you want to do. Oh, I hate to say lose weight, but you can get leaner through the holidays. Uh, you don't have to get fatter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just a question of don't eat the dessert and don't skip your workouts, right? right. And you can actually be more fit at the end of of December and so we would offer incentives for not missing workouts through December and our clients would report that December went so much better because they they made their workout they had the stress release if it was stressful and they ate better and of course that weighs on you if you're not eating well and not taking care of yourself that's probably the biggest stress of all tell us about your history with the fitness business I did have all those kids and I and I think I probably told this before when I somewhere about the time I had I, my first two I think that's when I started to talk think about personal development and I thought I think I can have children and still have a really great body I just don't know how this is you know this is 1980 so it's not like you have the internet so you'd buy a book or whatever and try to figure it out I work at it and do different things and I still never could quite master it I was really good at, at working out and faithful I, I got that down really early but the, I never could quite handle that last little bit of weight and I'd have another baby and the weight would pop up at six you know the weight would pop up a little bit and I'd have to you know get it back down I was really always close but I never quite grasped it you know maybe the 10 pounds kind of thing. So I'm, I'm like 50. <laughs> I finally, finally figure out how simple. I tried all these dumb diets uh, when I was younger, and then I was like, uh, just about 50, maybe late 40s, I think, I think I was maybe 50, and I decided that I was going to quit eating sugar just because I thought I wanted to enjoy the taste, real taste of food. That was the reason, actually. And I quit eating sugar, and in that process, I realized that it's so simple. You know, you if you eat only what your body's designed to eat, and you work intensely in intervals without working out all day. It was such an easy, and and the weight just went down. I was lean, I was stronger than ever, and I thought the world needs to hear this. And I'd already been working with people in fitness anyway. And then I was doing personal development. So I needed my own platform. I couldn't go to work for somebody else because I I needed to teach what I knew to be true. And so I, I opened the fitness business, and then we had a personal development side because when people start getting mastery over their physical, they started looking for other ways to grow. And I'd already been doing that kind of work anyway, speaking and and, uh, working with people in personal development. So we started holding classes on finance, on marriage. We do other kinds of educational things. And we'd have one-on-one opportunities for one-on-one kind of development. So anyway, that's kind of the story. We did a great work there. I was very proud of the work we did. We really changed lives, taught people real skills to get for being lean and strong and for a lifetime and it wasn't and not being hungry you don't have to diet you don't have to be deprived it's actually a very joyful way to live and be very fit so get people will, will um contact me so you know change my life you know it was a kind of a turning point in there my own practice and fitness practices were turning to more natural ways of working out rather than doing machines at the gym to do more natural body weight and intense intervals and that kind of thing people would say why are you open this gym I'm, i want to change the world i mean i really did say that i really believe it it'll sound cheesy i would say this sounds cheesy <laughs> i want to change the world i want to put i think we can turn this hysteria over fitness and weight loss and all that stuff mm-hmm. around a little bit. And I really feel like we did do that. I've seen, we probably had a few, couple thousand through our through our program. Well, those, if half of those teach anything to anybody, it has a ripple effect. And I saw in our community a switch over to, it was that time that CrossFit started getting big and some of, not that I'm that big a fan of CrossFit, but 
I saw some other more natural boot camp programs and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I saw people talking about food differently. I'm not, I, I grant you it wasn't huge. <laughs> but I do think that we did make a difference. Sherry Fernandez, I have twice heard you use the term intervals, so now I have to say maybe I should put these to work in my life, but I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, I first started going to the gym, uh, I was... Uh, I don't know, early 90s, I suppose, or otherwise I was working out at home until then because I had all those kids and not much, any money. So I finally could afford a gym membership. But I would go to the gym every day and I would watch these people on treadmills reading their book and they'd be there faithfully. I mean, they were just faithful. And I watched them over the years get heavier and heavier and heavier. I was like, what the heck? You know, well, now, you know, with a little more education and, and uh, I, I became a trainer myself and a professional and I, I learned that that's what we call metabolic syndrome. When you do long, steady cardio, it actually, this is really sad and it's going to make a lot of people heart hurt, but it actually drops your metabolism. Yeah. So, yeah, it does. Because your body hears, I need to work long and hard, and it will burn the muscle before it will burn the fat. All right, you got to stop right there, Sherry Fernandes. You would say it again. What kind of cardio works against you? Long, long, steady cardio, like getting on your treadmill, and you think, I'm burning calories, right? Well, what your body's hearing is, I've got to work for a long time right here, long and steady, so I'm going to hold on to the fat and burn the muscle because your body knows that it takes more calories to maintain the muscle, right? It's going to preserve the fat because your number one thing your body does is want to prevent you from starving. (laughs) But we're not in any danger of that, none of us. But it sets its boundaries like this. I'm going to use the muscle first because it takes a lot more calories to to maintain it and hold on to the fat because I might need it because I've got to do this long, steady work. Okay. These are the people who are doing like, you know, 90 minutes on the treadmill reading a book uh, several times a day. Who are these people? You see them all over the gym. You go into just about any gym in America and you'll see these people on a treadmill or on an elliptical machine and they've got their headphones on or they're reading a book and they're just going at an average rate and they're going steady. They're not doing any kind of intervals. They're going at some steady rate doesn't really matter what even the speed is if they're doing it for a long time at a steady pace. So intervals, on the other hand, an in interval, you can do 20 minutes of intervals, which means you go hard as you can. At, like if on a scale of 1 to 10, you're going like for maybe a minute, for example. You can ch- change this up anyway. But for maybe a minute, you're going like just almost a heart attack hard. And then maybe you're going at about a 5. And then maybe you're going at a bike a 9.5 and then like a 5. Varying the intervals. The best intervals for weight loss was what we call the Tabata. So you go as hard as you can for 20 seconds. But you only do this for 20 minutes. Any more than 20 minutes is a waste of time anyway. And that's including a warm-up and a cool-down. So now you just go hard in intervals for 20 minutes. saves you a ton of time and you get results. And it does get results. That is the best weight loss exercise that we have. So 20 minutes of working really hard? Yeah, way better than one hour, that one boring hour on the treadmill. I'd die a hundred times because another cool thing about intervals is, so you get off the treadmill when you do your long steady cardio, and yes, your little machine says you burned X number of calories, but that's where it stops. When you do intervals, you burn up to 24, even 48 hours, you continue to burn calories because you put yourself in a higher threshold. And it's it's kind of complex. There's a lot of science in it, and I want to get too sciencey, but bottom line is do your cardio at least three times a week preferably every day, 20 minutes, intense intervals. And you can shake those intervals any way you want, but it's got to be intense. If you get the rest in between, it's not so hard. One of the ideal ones would be to do do this for four minutes, okay? So you go 20 seconds 
hard 10 seconds rest. You do that for eight rounds, then take one minute rest, not a rest rest, but you're walking comfortably. And then you go and you do it again. You'll do 20 seconds of work and 10 seconds rest for eight rounds. And then you take another minute kind of a break. Do that four times, you're done. It's 18 minutes, you know, one minute of rest, only three of those. So you're done. 18 minutes and you're done. Well, I would like to see people do it five days a week. But even if you did it three days a week, you would, you would notice, you would notice you're getting leaner. I, hate, I try to avoid the phrase weight loss. You will know that you're getting leaner. You will see it. It won't take very long. Now, you have to still build some muscle. You can't just do that. You still need to do some muscle building, squats and push-ups. And Casey, I'm 66 years old, and I can do 30 push-ups on my toes, military style, without stopping. And I'm not a very strong person, naturally. But that's the kind of fitness that makes you strong. Push-ups, squats, uh, lunges, planks, body weight exercise. You can do some weights, too, but making sure that you get some muscle. You do need the muscle, too. And adults lose about a half a pound of muscle a year. And so you've got to really, unless you're working hard to prevent that, that happens. So, I do plank so, every day, yeah. but I only plank for like a minute because I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> How long should my planking be? Well, one minute's good, but maybe do it a couple more times. But one minute, one minute of planking, you're way above the average. And that plank is what, probably the best exercise you can do. Push-ups are basically a plank um, uh, dynamic plank, right? You're in a plank right. position and you're moving. So push-ups are great and much better to do a plank than a gazillion sit-ups. In fact, sit-ups aren't really good for you, but crunches, uh, a plank is going to be better for you than a crunch. Crunch only uses one muscle, really, your rectus abdominis, where a plank uses all your core muscles, which are actually dozens and dozens of those. We're talking to yeah. Sherry Fernandes, who is all about life mastery. And I guess, you know, as we head into the holiday season, we are going to encourage people to join us for a healthy December. Now, you say that systems are more important than goals. So as I go into this healthy December, January, let's just call it, you know, winter season, I shouldn't have a goal. You know, a goal would be great. I'm going to work out every, every uh, five days a week, every day in December. That would be a marvelous goal. Uh, I'm not saying that you shouldn't write a goal, but that's fine. But unless you have a way to make sure that happens, it's kind of worthless, right? That's we kind of are hard on ourselves. Like, what's wrong with me? I'm so weak. I can't. I make a goal, then I can't keep it. Well, it's, be, it's not because we're weak. It's because we are busy, and you forget. You're like, oh, I was going to go to the gym, and I forgot. You know. Or I miss, you miss one day, and then pretty soon you've sort of lost control of the, the goal. So I would recommend this. If somebody would like to get good control of their December and have a nice December that where you feel like you're in control of your month instead of the month's in control of you, get a tracking sheet. You can order them on my website at lifemasteryinfo.com or make your own. But you might as well might get one from me. They're free. Write down the things you want to do on your tracking sheet. It's like a calendar, right? You've got your things that you want to do in the left-hand column going down. I'm going to work out five days a week, sugar-free maybe, no desserts. I mean, really, we don't need those desserts anyway. They don't make us feel that good. Or whatever it is you're going to do. Drink lots of water. I don't know. Whatever it is you're going to do, your intervals. I'm going to do my intervals. Make up your mind what you're going to do. Put them on there and then make sure it's in a place where you can see it every day. One habit you need is just to track, check your tracking sheet. And you look at it and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to work out. And we check it if we do it. If we don't require it, like you can work out five days a week. So two days a week, you get a little X. And then if you don't do it, you just get a blank spot. And that this, that little bit of accountability can rock your world. It doesn't sound like a big deal. You think, oh, that sounds kind of too easy. It's works. It really works. It's an accountability that we have with ourselves and our, our ego, our brain hates that 
empty mark, empty empty square. Mm. We didn't get a check mark. And clients, me, everybody I know who do, does this in my world, which everybody in my world does it because they have me <laughs> telling right. them to do it. They're, I mean, they would not do it. You know, they just, they, this is a life changer. I've been doing it uh, since my 20s, and that is one of the number one keys to the success I've had in life. Right. And my husband, of course, does it. So that's why I can do 30 push-ups and why I'm lean and fit at 66 and why I have the income that I have and why I could write Life Mastery is because mainly because of that tracking sheet, the habits that I developed kept me on track. You must have paper all over the house. Can I do this on my phone? (laughs) Oh, you know what? You could. In fact, we've talked about developing an app for that, but there's a real value in having a piece of paper and a pen and doing it pen to paper. There is a value in that, and there's some value in doing something that isn't on our phone. I'm lukewarm on the app idea. We will probably do that because some people, they just really are attached to their phone, but I have a small planner, and we are developing a planner too, which should be out anytime, but I have a small planner, so I've got one that fits into my compact size planner, and then we've got them in half sheets and whole sheets. My husband does a whole sheet. So you don't have to have a great big, huge piece of paper. It can be small. And then you track weekly things too. I'm going to call my mother once a week, you know, and you forget right off, oh, I can call my mother once a week. Now it's here on your tracking sheet. You're looking at that every day like, oh yeah, I got to call my mother. It, it's the bomb for keeping you on track for things that you do. I can't wait for your planner to come out. That's very exciting. Me, not all of us can. It's, it has taken forever. I'm working with a guy who's, who's a kind of joint project. He's my website uh, designer and kind of a my tech, <laughs> like one of my tech counselors. You know, these millennials they make my work, my, rock my world. But he's been busy and going through a few things too. And so uh, we just we just sent the the second beta testing copy to the printer. So we're going to all have one. Uh, those in my circle are going to have one to start practicing on. And I'm hoping we'll make them completely available in January. It'll have a tracking sheet in it. The other thing that I teach are affirmations, which is how you change who you are. Like you can't track listening or you can't track being kind and I can't track being cheerful. You know, it's, you can't put that on tracking sheet. So I have another system for those. And so it's going to have a place for that. Then, of course, your daily to-do list and and your schedule. So it'll have all of that in it. And I'm, I'm very excited about it. Good. I've, we've been working on this literally for months. Will there be a pine cone on the cover of this planner? What does the pine cone mean to, to you? Uh, it's a redwood cone, supposedly, but the redwood cones are kind of drab colors, so we made it gold. Oh. <laughs> I like it anyway. It seems to be fine, but it's a redwood coniferous cone, and it's, this is what it means to me. And, and I tell a little bit about this in the book, but, you know, the redwood is... Have you seen the redwoods, Casey? You've been to the redwood forest. Not, not up close. Not up close. Only in pictures. Oh. Do you find make it find a time and go and stand at the foot of one of those trees? I mean, it is like a sacred experience. They're just. Uh, we have a the tallest building in downtown Boise. I think is seventeen stories, and my husband tells me that these redwoods' first growth are three times the size of that 17-story building. They are incredible, and they've been there for... The forests are older than the Rockies, I understand, but, I mean, redwoods are being on the planet, but there are trees that have been around for 2,000 years. Can you imagine? Wow. I mean, it's just crazy. But they, the cone, their seeds, other other coniferous cones are pretty good-sized, right? They might be six inches or four or five inches. The redwood cone is only like about an inch. 
So the seed in that little tiny cone is just little. And most of them, of course, don't develop into tr- to, to redwood trees. But humans are like that, too. We might be pretty small starting out with the potential that we have. This is what jazzes me up about what I do is watching people moving towards their potential. Our potential is limitless. We have really, I say infinite potential. We really, really have infinite. We will none of us see our potential in this life. We just won't. Maybe the next life we will. But in this life, we can work and develop ourselves and spend our whole lives working as hard as we can to be the best, meet all of our abilities and expectations, being the best we could be, and never come close to our potential. Like those redwoods, we have that power to be that majestic and more. So that's the symbol of the redwood, the redwood cone. How come I'm never going to get there? Well, you'd get bored. <laughs> if you arrive, then what are you going to do? <laughs> I think it's designed that way. Yeah. Because really, it gives us, and the joy is in the journey. It's not like, oh, when I arrive, when I become you know, perfect in this area. I mean, I need a challenge. I'm going to see if I can get to 50 push-ups without stopping. Because I've got to do something, right? I've got to always be proven because that's where happiness comes from. We just need to always be working at doing something better and setting new goals and working at achieving things. So I've got a planner coming out. I've got my next new thing. The happiness comes in the forward movement, not in the arrival. And so it doesn't matter that we don't reach it. And that what matters is that we are always moving forward. You just said something that really struck me. The happiness comes from getting better. Yeah. So a lot of people will say, well, how do you start? How, how do you get going on this? Just take a step. You will notice that in the, in immediately um, happiness comes when we start moving forward. Unhappiness is when we're stuck. You know, we all know this, right? It's depressing. A lot of depression comes when we say, I'm depressed, I'm stuck, I'm depressed, I'm backsliding. That is unhappiness. Well, the opposite is moving forward. Moving forward is happiness. And for mild, everyday sort of depression, the best thing you can do is do something. I had a, a gal that I didn't, I wasn't able to take her as a client because I already was full, and, and I did get her with one of my other mentors, but met her at a coffee shop to chat chat with her. She really was in a, a place not good. And there's a, a hill right here in town. There's a sharp little hill at this park that everybody knows about. It's called Camel's Back. And people like to walk up it and stuff. And it's steep, you know. It's not real long, but it's real steep. I gave her two things to do that were hard. She had to do something at work. She had to fire somebody, I think, or something. And she didn't want to do it. So I said, when we leave here, I want you to do two things. I want you to go to work and fire that person or whatever the thing was. And I want you to run up that hill and back. So after we talked for a while, I signed her to do those two things. And I said, then text me and tell me how you feel. And she's like, I feel awesome. When I got her text, right? She felt more in control of her life because she did two hard things. Mm-hmm. She moved forward just a little bit. And she felt way better about life. And like she, had, she felt like there was possibility for happiness and growth just by doing the hard thing. So it's that forward movement that makes it. And all it takes is just a little baby. In fact, that's all we can ever do, little baby steps forward. And that's all it takes for the happiness. So if you've got somebody listening that's not as happy as they'd like to be, I would say do something hard, something that moves you forward a little bit. Or get your tracking sheet out and start. Start. Just take a step. And then another step. And it won't take very many steps before you'll feel happier and more have more life mastery, mastery over your life. Sherry Fernandez, spelled Fernandez, the book Life Mastery. I told her next time she's in New York City, I'm going to meet her there. Because I don't know about these buildings in Idaho that are only 17 stories tall. We got some bigger ones than that, Sherry. But you have some great, big, beautiful ideas. I love what she said about when you're feeling stuck or depressed, mildly depressed, do something hard. Yeah, rub yourself up and just do something hard, like climbing that hill. 
And when it comes to fitness, walking is great. Hours on the treadmill could slow your metabolism. Isn't that something? Interval training. Give it all you got for like 20 seconds and then take a rest. And accountability. Go to her website and download those free worksheets. LifeMasteryInfo.com Check out her blog and then check out her downloads. So let's get started. Do you want to join me? I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to have like a fit and healthy December. I'm going to do one of these high interval things. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So, you know, reach out if you want to do it together. Keep each other accountable with the help of Sherry Fernandez, pronounced Fernandes, Sheets, give it a whirl. And we've got lots of dates on the calendar. Let's start with December. Sunday the 12th, we're going to get together for our second Sunday at 11 Zoom. The topic is joy. The topic is joy. And then Monday, through the Mariandel Retreat Center, we have our second Monday Zoom, where I'm sitting in for Beryl Hay. And that's a healing circle. So we'll do a nice long guided meditation. That's at 1030 in the morning on Monday, the 13th of December. And uh, the topic is, once again, joy. And New Year's Eve. And through the weekend, we're going to have an online retreat that may have an in-person component. I'm going to try to find a simple little hike or a path or a labyrinth for us to walk. February, we're going to have a dance called Let It Shine, Valentine. It's for everybody, just for people to dance, have fun. And then the last weekend in February, we have our women's retreat, which is called Gather Love, Give Love. So uh, we're going to fill our little baskets with love, our little personal inner baskets. And that is the last week in February. And again, get that info at mariandale.org or it's all at casey.co, K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Who was just on the show? It's time for our thought for the day. Who was just on the show like a couple of weeks ago and they say they studied with Maharishi Mahesh Yogi? Who was that? Do you remember? I don't know. It'll come to me. But here's what came to me today. Our thought for the day from Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who said, Be happy, healthy, and let all that love flow through your heart. Shana. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and 920, 1260 and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.